like the point of all of this is to, you know, to go back and show that here with the Lakers as uh, as LeBron gets ready for this next extension and if he doesn't sign that extension, plays out the rest of the year and decides to go to Cleveland next year in free agency, uh, there's a decent chance that a lot of those young guys are are not there for, for, for as long as they would have been otherwise. Um, and I don't, I don't think like they can, they can posture right now as, as much as they want. And part of that also is because they don't want to seem desperate enough so that if, if like LeBron asks for a trade and says he wants to go to Cleveland, I'm saying if again, if LeBron is not getting traded, the Lakers are I, not trading LeBron. But I'm saying, I'm saying yes, if, yes, yes. Okay, yes. if LeBron asks for a trade and only lists Cleveland as, as the destination he wants to go to, um, because they put out this posturing there, they don't immediately forego any leverage in those discussions, right? They they can say, well, look, we're, we were building something anyway. We can mm-hmm. get this guy in, in, in free agency anyway. So we aren't going to trade you Mobley. We aren't going to trade you Garland. We aren't going to trade you Akbaji. We like those, those, those players that you might otherwise have gotten if this was just like a free market. We are competing with other teams for LeBron James. Um, you you don't have access to those those players as assets here. So uh, yeah, I think it was it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. It, it was posturing, but I find it interesting when combined with some of the power swinging the other way mm-hmm. um, between superstars and the teams that they 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 play for. Yeah, I mean, you, but you, you mentioned this earlier that we've already kind of seen that with the Lakers and with LeBron is he did not get his way at yeah. the, at the trade deadline last year. Did that have something to do with those statements that he was making at the all-star game? Maybe. I mean, LeBron doesn't do anything by accident. Probably. We can, we, you, you're allowed Le- to go. As, LeBron doesn't do anything by accident. Okay. LeBron does nothing All by right. accident. He I'll says so nothing far. by accident. He, he, yeah. LeBron always knows what he's doing. You mean is to it, tell me the, that he didn't see Russ? Like he he did. He, you're not saying that he didn't see Russ in Vegas. Like I, he just he just I didn't see him you, in the arena. I am telling you, uh, <laughs> all of the people in my life that I have been around in my entire life, he is towards the top of the list of is aware of everything that is going on, and. I'm calculated makes it sound nefarious. Yeah. So I'm not going to say it's calculated, but he knows what he's doing always. He's just constantly playing chess. He knows what he's doing always. Yeah. And he does nothing by accident. So you mean to tell me that LeBron James was in the arena with Russell Westbrook, didn't say hi to him. And, and, and it wasn't just because he didn't see him. I mean, he may, he may not have seen him. I don't know. He may not have seen him, <laughs> but LeBron does nothing by accident. LeBron does nothing by accident. No. We'll say that. Um, all right. So the, the, the Lakers in the extension here, um, mm-hmm. would this be done already? Would the extension be signed already if the Lakers, if the if the deal was made available to them? Okay. That's the first disclaimer is that we don't know for sure that the deal was made available to them. But if the Lakers had the opportunity to trade both first rounders for Kyrie Irving and whatever else to make the deal work. And that deal was done. Would LeBron James have signed the contract at midnight? Do you think? Would this be uh, done already? And even if it isn't midnight, he's late, he's like 40. So like, that's, just... 
that's funny. Um, <laughs> I how about this? I I think I think there's it's it would be more likely. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Which is why. But again, I don't know. Like, there's also other than to give Lakers fans peace of mind. Like, I don't. There isn't really any rush. There's no like. I don't. What's the incentive? What I don't. I don't know. Like, is there a difference signing it today than tomorrow? Or, I mean, I agree. We've had this conversation before, and I understand why yeah. today is a thing, right? Because it is the first oppor- the first opportunity. Well, today so is that, a thing because we're doing a podcast today. Also true. <laughs> but I think the real thing is is training camp. I think that is the real, like, actually, there's a question because mm-hmm. then he and everybody else are going to have to answer. They're not going to have to answer questions about it. They're going to be asked questions about it. Yeah. And then it becomes like at best just an irritation, right? They're having to like people having to talk about it or get asked about it. Um, so I think that date training camp is probably or media day is is probably more of an actual like kind of deadline. But until then, there, I don't know what the incentive is other than to give fans peace of mind, I guess, because the Lakers are talking to LeBron and, and rich and like are in communication. So everything that's happening, they are now legally. What's that? They are now legally like they could before there. Of course they can. Right. He's on the team. Of course you can talk to him before. Well, but you you cannot, you cannot offer the extension until the today. Polinka wouldn't even mention the, the extension when he was asked about it at the, at, at, no, at but, the, during exit interviews. You're, it's there. It's he's he's on the roster. You're allowed to talk to your own players. You're sure, but like so what I'm saying is this: like whether LeBron signs it today or tomorrow or yeah. next week or six months from now or not at all is not going to be like a shock to to the Lakers because there is communication. So it's not even about like giving the Lakers peace of mind. It's about Lakers fans having peace of mind because the Lakers know what's happening. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not disagreeing with anything that you say there, but I would like to have the peace of mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I look, I would too. I like you know. I'd be in a, I, I be in a significantly better mood if Kyrie was on the roster and LeBron signed his extension. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna stay away from half of that. <laughs> But yes, I think it would be, I would like LeBron to sign it too. Of course. He's still one of the best handful of guys in the league. We yeah. want him around as long as possible. Of course. Yeah. Um, all right. Another one last LeBron note here before we move on. Um, but LeBron has been doing a lot more uh, physical stuff on camera than I recall he has done in, in years past. It's been a lot you. Know, it was a really cool moment that he got yeah, to work out there at the facility there with his two sons. Yeah, was cool. uh, those three dunks there, right there, more dunks in the history of the Irwin household. Um, just right there. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so yeah. that was cool to watch. Uh, but he has, he has been... Your daughter's uh, not dunking yet? Well, she does, but it's on like a little tykes basket. So okay. I don't. I, are we counting it? Because if we I want to, yeah, she's so. like, she actually cocks it back and like fires oh. it home. Yeah. I think she's gonna be a little athlete. She's okay. emphasis on little. She's <laughs> she's bite size, um, which is hilarious for those of you listening to think of like fat ass me producing something that is very small. But, but there she is. It's fun size. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, so so LeBron has been doing a lot more stuff on camera, a lot more stuff, you know, obviously played at Drew League, um, and 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 has has been showcasing that that he is uh, physically active now at a stage in the offseason that he hasn't been previously or hasn't shown himself to be previously. You just finished talking about him not doing anything on accident. And it made me think, like, look, I think LeBron is a leader last year. Like, that was one of the the, the, the criticisms I have of him was that I wish he would have been more hands-on and more direct with Russ mm-hmm. if Russ was pulling the stuff that was reported um, over the course of the year that I would have liked to see LeBron step in and say, like, what the, what, what, well, here's, here's what I would have liked him to say. What the fuck? That's how I would have preferred him to, to handle Russ. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, I, do you, I have been thinking over the last couple of days or so, oh, like, look, there were some questions about Anthony Davis and his, uh, conditioning coming into both of the last two years. The first year, understandably so last year there's again an explanation for it but i don't know if it necessarily excuses the way that he was looking early in the year so do you think like do you think this is lebron kind of the leader going out there and saying hey this is near 40 year old me at this stage of an offseason that i would usually be kind of be taking it easy here's me putting in this work everybody if we're actually going to be doing this like if we're actually going to have us have a chance this year Every's going to be, everybody's going to have to meet me here. Possibly. Um, it might just be, it likes playing with the sons, which is like well, altogether fair too. Yeah. But you bring up, you, you mentioned, uh, Drew league, you know, him, yeah. him, which he hasn't done in however long. It was like 13 years. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, I think possibly that's it. Um, I think what it actually, I think the primary thing, the reason you're seeing more like on court stuff from him um than normal this is probably the longest off season lebron has ever had um yeah so i think that well in however many years um recently so i i think that may be a like slight adjustment to what his normal routine mm-hmm. would be but lebron works out quite literally lebron works out it does core 365 days a year period like I he mean, literally does core. You don't look like day. that with my <laughs> regimen. No, no, no. It's not a. You don't get. <laughs> you don't get. I, that, you don't get that body from whatever you're doing. I scarfed down Waterburger right before we started recording. <laughs> you, so God, like that sounds, that sounds delicious, actually. Um, so green Cholula on your Waterburgers, everybody. You're all oh, welcome. Oh, mm-hmm. so uh, speaking of Alex Crusoe, it's his favorite spot. Um, so yeah yeah i don't think it's that good but yes um in and out's better in and out the burgers are better in and out's fries are terrible but yeah they're not yes. as good as even like water burgers fries but water burgers onion rings is what is the way to go anyway oh and fat burgers better than both of them um so i do think i i think like lebron is always 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 working out and does show like a you know shows Instagram stuff of him working out yeah. all the time too. But I think maybe the 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 on court nature might be different than before. And he may be showing it before, but I think it is at least partially a function of the duration of this offseason. Um plus he was hurt a lot last year. So he's like had a more time off from basketball than he probably has in 
however long, like we'll keep the pandemic out of it. But so I think that's part of it. It may be, it may be him trying to send a message though. Also, I think that is, I don't know that, but I think it is possible. And about his leadership and what you were looking for with Russ um, last year, LeBron, one of the other things he is a master at, and we, we talked about the uh, him with Wiggins, that Kevin Love trade. And there was like some of the passive aggressive stuff with Kevin Love and trying to, you know, fit mm -hmm. in. Fit and in, fit out. Yeah. One thing LeBron is a master at, I said he doesn't do anything by accident. His leadership style is different for everyone. Meaning he is a master of, you know, some people do better with the carrot. Some people do better with the stick. Mm -hmm. right? And he is a, he is damn good about knowing what buttons to push with which teammates he's not always right but he's right a lot of the time and very often so i wonder if you know what he would say to anthony davis what he would say to russ is different right they for a while he was building russ up it I, it didn't work <laughs> last year I yeah it's fair to say that but um i'd argue russ was building himself up using the bricks he was shooting but you know tomato tomato uh huh. Uh, so it, this may be, you know, like if you're saying, uh, got to get Anthony, you got to get AD together this offseason or Russ or whoever. Maybe, maybe. I think, I think, I think it is possible that he is doing this as a message to some of his teammates of what it's going to take. I do think that's possible. I don't know that, but I do think it's possible. One of those teammates not doing five on five work is Kendrick Nunn. Um, yeah. What the f uh, again? What the fuck? What the hell? Yeah. What? Yeah. That was just like some like some little throwaway report or whatever. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Yolanda, and yeah. So all right. So I do. I do have. Um. I talked to Jen about this, and I think at some point here I'm going to bring Jen on the show, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's the lowdown or here with Harrison, whatever. But I, so when, when I told Jen last year that a bone bruise was keeping Kendrick Nunn out for the year, she said, oh, he probably needs surgery. You, you, usually you require surgery to go into that area and increase the blood flow so that you can, so that that area can heal. Some, like, the reason bone bruises are, 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 are can get so complicated is because they'll happen in places where there isn't very much blood flow or nearly enough blood flow to recover. So mm -hmm. I thought heading into this offseason, we were at some point going to get a report that Kendrick Nunn went under the knife and they went, they went in there to fix what wasn't allowing this bone bruise to heal last year. And we never got that report. We never got the, the, that press release from the Lakers, nothing like that. They never emailed me personally to tell me <laughs> that uh, Kendrick Nunn successfully underwent surgery. So now that we are a couple months into the offseason and, and, and somebody felt it necessary to point out that uh, Nunn is not doing five-on-five -five work right now, uh, makes me a little nervous. Yeah, I don't... I don't <laughs> I don't feel great. <laughs> I don't have a good answer for you. I would love to give you some inside information. I don't have a good answer. So. The motherfucking. Uh oh. Uh, damn. Hell. Oh. Uh, uh, fuck it. Yeah. Um, 
because here was the other part that yeah. was confusing about that. Yeah. Is that and this this part is uh, this part is true. This part I can give you inside information and tell you the, the like sentence before he is not doing five on five was he feels a hundred percent. Right. Which mutually is, which is exclusive. as far as I know is <laughs> correct. Yeah. I haven't spoken to him personally, but he is I've also heard that he is a hundred percent or feels a hundred percent. And maybe that's the like the wiggle room. He like he feels a hundred percent. Maybe he isn't a hundred. Well, he's obviously not a hundred percent because he's not doing five and five. Right. I don't I don't know. I don't have a good yeah. That clip you just played is about right. I don't know. I don't know. He's says he's a hundred percent though. I I don't I don't know why. I don't. Yeah, it's I been a uh... long time, and it's been a long time. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't like this. Is, I think this is the first time in hook history. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't have a good answer. It's great given that we're paid to talk. But yeah, we like we are. I I saw that report. I came it came across my timeline. It came across our, our post uh, thing in Slack. And yep. I was like, hold on. What? It's August. <laughs> he has been doing he has been doing on court stuff. I yeah. like I don't know why the five on five, you know, like full court scrimmages are different kind of, you know, you usually do once you come well, back one-on-one -on -one, then three on three before you get, you know, it's less predictable, right? Like, you know, the five on five, there's more variables in the middle of playing basketball than while you're doing Fair. drills. Fair. I just, and he was talking about pulling up to the drew also when LeBron played, he was talking about, and yeah. And he has been doing on court stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't have a good I just don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. Alrighty. I think just I, I, I just think this. for everybody listening right now, it's probably worth kind of putting that in the back of your head. Pinning that yeah. note up against the wall and saying, like, awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I I don't yeah, I don't I don't I keep I keep saying this because I don't I there's some it's it's it is confusing to me as well. I will go so far as to say, I think a lot of Lakers fans have forgotten he's on the team, to be honest. I mean, I, I don't look at him as a, as a player at this stage. I've always looked at him basically as, as you know, four or five million dollars in, in a potential trade. I think now he's making like six, right? Heading into this year. So I think, five, I think it was. Oh, he's making four yeah. last year. Maybe he's five this year. I, yeah. I, yeah Regardless. I, <laughs> It's it's five million dollars that I'm not sure the Lakers are getting much return on. Well, is... not not so far. <laughs> All right. I do um, think you know the interesting question is because we hear like let's say the roster doesn't change. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say this is the roster that goes into the year. And you, I think you guys have you you and Harrison I think had this conversation about starting line like who and some people think that he possibly should be a starter. Well, last we saw him, he was a better player last we saw him in Miami than Russ was last year, right? I don't think that's I don't think that's an, uh, a stretch of the analysis there. Like it, he was more impactful in Miami than Russ was last year. Maybe, but yeah, maybe different role. But, but let's fair. also <laughs> there's okay. So let's say the roster. This is the roster. Ah, uh, it would. 
seem to me that uh, Russ will still start. I'm not saying that is what should happen or shouldn't happen, but I would imagine if he is still on the team that he's probably going to be a starter. And obviously AD and LeBron, there's still two spots, you know, Bryant, I think, that would be my guess. I think, it, un- unfortunately, your your favorite child <laughs> ahead of Avery is not going to start. But there's still another spot. So I, I if and- they don't start Damian Jones, mm-hmm. I think that we should consider having them arrested. <laughs> <laughs> um, I happen to like. Especially offensively, the offensive yeah. fit. With, no, I mean, I, I get it. With, I, I, with Bryant better than uh, with assuming AD is playing four. I like the fit with with Bryant a little better as a starter because he can shoot it some. Um, but there's still another spot, so I think it's a fair question. Like, and every once in a while, people go, "Yeah, with Kendrick Nunn," because when last we saw him, he was he good, was an effective, fine. good NBA player. Yeah. And like starting quality NBA player. And frankly, the Lakers didn't have a whole lot of those on the roster last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see this year. But then we get reports like he still. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm confused. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's fucking I wish I had a better wild, answer dude. for you and for the Lakers fans out there and for our listeners. But I don't know. I would. I, I mean, look. The only the only um, opportunity to gain any kind of clarity on this on this situation has been from none on Spectrum, which is a corporate partner with the Lakers. So, like, I don't right. think you're going to get like piercing questions on what's going on there. But like, like essentially, he, he said and himself I, on Twitter, he was going to like come play at the Drew. <laughs> right. Well, again, like that's brand management on his own part there, right? So, right. like, they you aren't going to get. Uh, for lack of a better term, you aren't going to get like the 100% truth there. Or I guess like by none standards, you are getting the 100% truth. Like, if he's 100, then you're getting the 100% truth. Yeah. I, I mean, I do know he's been doing on court stuff. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't. You're getting as much truth as Kendrick Nunn is percentage of himself. How about that? Are we good? Are yeah. we, we're set there. Yeah. Seems, seems like a reasonable conclusion. <laughs> Um, all right, let's wrap up on on this. You mentioned in passing that Russ starting is is a thing, and uh, Darvin Ham, according to reports, I believe this from Jovan Buha of the Athletic, um, Darvin Ham is going to have more flexibility, more um, empowerment here to use Russ as he feels the Lakers need him to be used. So last year we saw Frank Vogel bench. Russell Westbrook late in, in, in at least a couple games. Uh, and then there was apparently some pressure in the organization for Frank to take Russ out of the lineup altogether, out of the starting lineup altogether. Uh, Frank apparently felt as if, if he did that, then they would lose Russell Westbrook altogether, that he, uh, that there's no going back on that. And, and that's not the kind of thing you can do in the middle of the season. Uh, and, and, you know, that was his decision. But this year, heading into the year, heading into even training camp, if Russell Westbrook is on the roster, uh, Darvin Ham is ap- apparently and reportedly 100% within his own right to use Russ however he feels he needs to. That said, even given that report, we were told Darvin Ham had 100% freedom to hire whoever he wanted for his coaching staff. 
and he was on all the smoke begging the Lakers to hire Rasheed Wallace. So again, actions, words, reports, all this stuff, it's all kind of blurry at this stage of the uh, offseason because it's all hearsay. But what do you make of the possibility that Darvin Ham at any point this year could say to Russell Westbrook, you either accept a bench role or watch how the year went out for uh, John Ham or John Wall the last couple of years. John Ham. Huh. An actor? John Ham is an actor. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What is he what is he in? Mad Men. You've never seen uh, Mad Men? I haven't. That is one of the ones I got yeah, I, I have not. Yeah. Um that's I would I would I love put that, that on the list. Yeah, it's really good. Put that on the list. And watch that specifically from the perspective of the women in that show as the protagonists, not the men. The men are the monsters. Mm. Yeah, okay. It's really good. Um I do think there there were some conflicting reports last year about how much freedom uh, Frank had to make those decisions mm-hmm. um, as it relates to us. So I we're gonna do this again, but kind of a grain of you know take it with a grain of salt. Yep. But there is also the evidence of how well it worked or didn't work last year. Yeah, that that's will the play into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this roster this year is built better than last year's, which means there are probably more options, right? Like mm-hmm. Russ was still the <laughs> the Lakers third best player last year. Mm, I go monk, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't like we're going to do this with Russ and there's just a ton of other just like, you know, you, you, you and I have talked about it. You've said it a bunch of times on, on your various shows even without me, like how many of the Lakers from last year are free agents are not in the even NBA. employed. Yeah. Right. So Dave McMenamin just wrote it up. 10 of the 11 signings that the Lakers had at the minimum last year have not found jobs. Yeah. So I think that like, yes, you, you mentioned it. Frank did bench Russ. I think it was four times maybe late in games, but, um, like it wasn't like there was a ton of other options that especially were like that position definitively better. Um, yeah. So I think it is. I think that is more tenable this year combined with seeing how it went or didn't go so well last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if this roster is the same going into camp, I suspect it's still Russ's spot to lose. I mm-hmm. suspect he will start the year as the starting point guard. Um, but I do think that there is just w- in general, um, at first starting spot in closing lineups, just in general, I think there was going to be a shorter leash than there was last year. Well, there's and more frankly should be and should be. Yeah. 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 There's, there's more at stake. You know, it's, you, you can't waste another year if LeBron plays the way that he did last year when he was healthy. Uh, everybody, it, look, Rob Polinka's own job is more at risk this year than it was last year, right? So he's going to be a little bit more uh, impatient when it comes to the stuff that they see from Russ. So it's it's interesting. All of all of this is very interesting. I personally think that he isn't the best. Well, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I would have said Kendrick Nunn is a better point guard right now than Russell Westbrook, but we don't even know if Kendrick Nunn has a working right knee. Who knows? Or left knee, whatever knee it is. Maybe it's a contagious knee uh, uh, issue in both knees. Like the other knee caught the knee bruise from the other knee. Who knows? 
uh, with with Kendrick Nunn at this point. But but but, but yeah, I, I think with like the other option that the Lakers have is you play you run LeBron at point, you don't start a point guard, and it, in that case, you do have more options. LeBron is a flat out better option than Russell Westbrook was last year. So if you send Russ home, it's not necessarily addition by subtraction, but I think you. I think it's easier to make it work than than most other people think it's it's it is to to make work. Uh, personally, though, it again highlights the fact that the Lakers need to trade the guy. Like it's just if we're still not positive that he can make it work as the starting point guard on this team, and we're still debating whether or not Darvin Ham has full uh, is 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 within his own power to bench this guy then i just it's it's another statement beyond kyrie irving being better beyond lebron being more interested in playing with kyrie it's just everything just continues to point in the direction of this guy can't be on the team next year he can't probably be in washington or we'll see i am not going to disagree with (laughs) i I you're not even drinking hennessy no, you did this I, sober. My yeah, my, my yeah, bad, dude. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that with you not having that in, yeah, in, in um, reach. Tennessee is delicious. Uh, yeah. Still, um, yeah. I mean, I I look. I I think that is a reasonable conclusion for what the evidence we have so far. I think that is a reasonable conclusion for you to reach. Cool. Here we are. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of the Hook. All right. I, like I said earlier, my daughter's birthday tomorrow. I'm not doing anything for work tomorrow. I'm going to record maybe a little later tonight if we get any news, uh, some stuff on the lowdown that will air tonight, midnight Pacific. But other than that, I'm going to enjoy a nice long birthday weekend with my now somehow three-year-old daughter. That a boy. Which is insane. That a boy. My three-year-old daughter, my pregnant wife, and my parents are in town. That's that's the weekend. Yeah, is that is that is that dog still locked up in the office? I didn't I didn't hear him or her. (laughs) She is with her her mom now. So like she's happy on the kid. I I would I would assume both my mom and her dog are asleep on my couch right now. Oh. It's a good it's it's like really good napping weather out right now. It's super Mm. hot out, so we just run the AC like crazy and we just fall asleep. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> a lot of mentions. Today's show is brought to you by naps. Yeah. How about that? I'm gonna take a nap. Here's my live read. Uh, and so, with all of that <laughs> said, <laughs> I'm Anthony Irwin. That is Aaron Larsoul. I should have called you Harrison Fagan. Yeah, uh, I heard and, that. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> and he had that damn hat on, and you still got us confused. <laughs> well, I wasn't used to seeing any stuff on his head mm-hmm. you do have stuff growing out of your head so you know and you guys look so alike we do you look so alike you sound so alike we do same uh sensibilities mm-hmm. same lifestyle mm-hmm. all of those it's just like the clones yeah, except harrison is significantly better looking than i am but aside from that it's basically <laughs> the same it's the opposite of that shut up <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next week <laughs> you said that i didn't <laughs>